Welcome to the podcast of Grace Crossing Church, where life and faith intersect. Well, good morning, everybody. So we want to welcome you back uh, here to Grace Crossing Church. This is our Crescendo Week in our Imagine series. This has been really something special for me for our leadership, and for our church family as we've been going through this Imagine series together. As we have been reimagining God, as we've been reimagining who God is and what God can do, our imaginations have gotten bigger and have gotten bolder. We together have dreamed about what could be, not just for our church, but in our personal lives. What is it that God is doing in us? What is it God is doing for us And what is God wanting to do through us so that we can become the church that he desires for us to be? I can't wait for you to hear what God has done on our Celebration Sunday, which is coming up in just two weeks. On Sunday, November the 11th, we're going to gather together and we're going to celebrate together what God has been doing here in this Imagine initiative. In addition for us getting the chance to hear what we are ruthlessly trusting God to do in us and through us together, we're going to get to hear stories and we're going to get to celebrate with people how God has been transforming them. We're going to be celebrating the Lord's table and communion together that day. We're also going to hear stories from people who are following Jesus Christ, some that are brand new followers, some that have made a recommitment of their hearts and their lives to God just even more recently, and they've been on a journey of trusting God for their future. And so on that particular Sunday in two weeks, we're going to gather together, and we're going to celebrate life transformation of what God has been doing. Now, if you are here, and you are a new or a renewed follower of Jesus Christ, and you have not been baptized in water, I want to encourage you that there's still time for you to register and to onboard to be a part of this celebration on Sunday, November the 11th. So you can register online. You can actually use one of our uh, connection cards in the seat pocket in front of you. Or you can stop at our connection center following the service today and just let them know that you're interested in getting on board and being a part of uh, Celebration Sunday and Believer's Baptism on the 11th. Now this morning is what we're calling Commitment Sunday. It's our time together to uh, bring to God all of our faith and our resources and say, God, we're going to trust you to do something in us and through us that is way beyond anything that we could do by ourselves. We are imagining that you're going to do something that is going to be beyond us, something that is going to outlive us, something that's going to outlast us, something that is eternal. Now, before we get to our commitments... I want us together to revisit our theme verse, our catalyst verse that we've been using for this entire series this morning from the Amplified Bible, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. There's one word that I want to zero in on this morning. 
It's a word that is probably a little unfamiliar to many of us here because it's not a common word in our English vocabulary. We don't use it very frequently. And it's the word super abundantly. I don't know what comes to your mind when you hear that word super abundant, but it's a powerful word. It literally means to overflow or to abound in surplus. It is not just having enough. It is having more than enough. I want you for just a moment to imagine what superabundance would look like in your personal life. Can you dream about superabundance? Can you imagine superabundance filling your heart, filling your faith, filling your resources? Well, this past week I've been imagining that this Sunday, here at our Commitment Sunday, we would have somebody in our crowd from Simpsonville, South Carolina. Are you here this morning from Simpsonville, South Carolina? Can I have you raise your hand if you are? No, of course not. You're going to remain anonymous. I, I get it. Because you're the one that won the Mega Millions jackpot. <laughs> Largest ever. $1.6 billion. One single ticket. So payout in a lump sum is going to be the largest in lottery history. That person will walk away with nearly $878 million after Uncle Sam gets his cut, give or take a few million. So if you're here from Simpsonville, South Carolina this morning, we want to welcome you. We want to thank you for being here. Skip the connection card and grab a commitment card on your seat there today. And we're going to celebrate like never before here at Grace Crossing Church. Now, we laugh about this, but here's the reality. God doesn't need a mega millions jackpot to do something that's super abundant. In fact, God says that he wants to do it in our hearts and in our lives to the degree that we'll trust him ruthlessly for it. To the degree that we will align our hearts to his priorities. We'll become kingdom-minded. We'll become kingdom-centered. We'll actually listen to what God is saying and we'll align to where God is leading us. Can you imagine what a superabundant church would look like? Can you even imagine what Grace Crossing Church would look like if we operated and experienced superabundance? I can. I can. And so let me give you just two simple illustrations of what superabundance could look like and would look like here at Grace Crossing Church. Superabundance would mean that we would never again need to recruit for people to serve at Grace Crossing Church. In fact, it would actually mean that we would have to turn away volunteers because we had so many people that wanted to step up, wanted to engage, and wanted to be involved. Can you even imagine that? Our staff team and our volunteers and coordinators right now are drooling. Can you imagine what superabundance would look like in the area of serving God here at Grace Crossing Church? I don't know if any nonprofit has ever experienced that level, but why not Grace Crossing Church? Why not? Superabundance would also look like this. It would mean we'd have no long-term debt. Superabundance would mean that we had such a generous surplus 
that was above and beyond more than we could ever imagine or dream of. That the next time we as a church felt and the leadership felt it was time for us to expand our ministries, our mission, and our footprint, that we wouldn't have to do a generosity initiative. Because we'd have so much surplus that when God said it's time, we'd move. And we would, we would respond and we would be able to do what God is asking us to do. Can you imagine that level of surplus? Can you imagine that superabundance? Well, there's a story that's found in the Old Testament that is a story all about superabundance. Let me give you the backstory first. God spoke to Moses, the leader of the Israelites. And here's what God said. God said, it's time for you to assemble a tabernacle. Kind of a mobile church of sorts that God's people can gather together to worship in and to have prayer in and to commune with me and one another. I want you to build it to certain specificities. I want you to make sure that it is a a thing of incredible honor to me. And I'm going to ask you to engage God's people in it. So Moses calls together all of the Israelites, and he basically tells them what God was speaking. And he says five things. He says, here's what we're doing. Here's why we're doing it. Here's why we're doing it now. This is what it's going to take, and this is what you can do to be part of this initiative. And Moses basically invites God's people to step up and be part of the mission that God is leading. Here's what he says. He basically says, in essence, we want everyone who's going to get to benefit from this sanctuary to actually participate in helping to erect this sanctuary. In other words, we want everybody who's going to benefit from it to contribute toward it. Moses says our number one goal and priority is not financial. Our number one goal is 100% participation. We want everybody involved, everybody engaged. And so he calls God's people together in Exodus chapter 35, and here's what he says, verses 4 and 5. Moses said to the whole community of Israel, this is what the Lord has commanded. Take a sacred offering for the Lord. Let those with generous hearts present gifts to God. Moses understood something that Jesus and the New Testament writers continue to punctuate, and it's this. Generosity is not a money issue. Generosity is a heart issue. Generosity begins at the heart level. As people become so overwhelmed with gratitude, thanksgiving, humility for all that God has done, that the only appropriate response to it is generosity. And so he says, I want everyone whose hearts have been touched by God, everyone who has generosity in their heart, to present their gift. Verses 20 and 25, or 20 to 21. So the whole community of Israel left Moses and returned to their tents. All whose hearts were stirred and whose spirits were moved came and brought their sacred offerings to the Lord. Generosity is a movement of God's Spirit. 
It was something that was stirring in their hearts. It began in the leadership's heart, but then it moved throughout the people of Israel, and they said, our hearts have been stirred by God. And so generosity is flowing as a response to the movement of God in the lives of God's people. Now, it is unlikely that all of them gave at the same level, that all of them were contributing to the same degree. But here's what I can tell you from the story. All of the people got involved. Everyone got engaged to the level that God had moved their hearts. So it was not equal giving and it was not equal commitment, but it was an equality in sharing in the vision. Nobody wanted to miss out on what God was doing. And so everybody got to be involved. They took what they had and did what they could. And that's what Commitment Sunday is really all about here at Grace Crossing Church. It's about taking what we have and doing what we can as God inspires us and asks us to do it. And so as the narrative goes on, here's what happens. Once they had collected everything they needed, then the work began. Not a moment sooner. Here's, here's what was happening in this narrative. It's the same thing happening here at Grace Crossing Church. It is our job as leaders to cast the vision and to, to, to throw the net open wide so everyone can be involved. But the reality is we set the vision. Your generosity sets the pace. We don't set the pace. God sets the pace through the generosity of his people. Once everything had been collected, the work begins. Exodus chapter 36, verses 2 and the first part of verse 3. Moses summoned Bezalel and Aholiab and every skilled person to whom the Lord had given ability and who was willing to come and do the work. They received from Moses all the offerings the Israelites had brought to carry out the work of constructing the sanctuary. It's a remarkable story. God speaks. It's communicated to the people. The people respond with willing hearts and generous hearts, and there is enough to do the work. If this is where the story ended, it would be a story worth telling because it's a story of abundance. But this isn't a story of abundance. This is a story of ridiculous generosity. It's a story of super abundance. And so listen to the story as it continues. What happens next? It's remarkable. It's super abundance. Verses 3 through verse 5. The people continued to bring freewill offerings morning after morning. Now notice this. So all the skilled workers who were doing all the work on the sanctuary left what they were doing and said to Moses, the people are bringing more than enough for doing the work that the Lord commanded to be done. Can you imagine this? The construction workers are on site doing their work. But every morning throughout the day, they're getting pulled off the construction site. You know why? Because people are showing up saying, don't forget my contribution. Don't leave out my offering. 
I want to be included in this work. I don't want to miss out. Listen, I'm going to benefit from it, so I want to be part of it. And the workers become so overwhelmed that they say, listen, time out, shut down the work. We got to go tell Moses something here has to change. We have everything we need to do the work, but the people cannot and will not stop giving. They will not stop contributing. That is what we would call super abundance, overflowing surplus, above and beyond, more than we could dream of, think, or imagine. That's what God is doing here. So Moses, here's what he does in verse number six. So Moses gave the command, and this message was sent throughout the camp. Men and women, don't prepare any more gifts for the sanctuary. We have enough. On Sunday, November the 11th, what would it be like for me to stand before this body and say, stop it, quit it, this is too much, it's so overwhelming, there's so much of a surplus, you've got to stop giving, you've got to stop your commitments. That's exactly what's happening. Moses is going, listen, guys, we love this. You are so generous. Your heart has been moved so significantly. But what you're doing is so far and beyond above that anything we've ever even imagined that we got to stop so we can continue doing the work. That's what we're believing for. We don't know how. We don't know the way God will do it. But what we do believe is this. When a spirit of superabundant generosity fills the heart of God's people, the impossible becomes possible. The improbable becomes probable. That which we had deemed absolutely above and beyond our wildest dreams begins to take shape. So what would it be like for us here at Grace Crossing Church? To experience that kind of super abundant generosity? What would it look like in our commitments to God for that to take place? Well, I think there are five aspects to our commitment today that I want to challenge us with. Five ways that we together can commit to imagine. Five ways that every one of us here can participate. All of us can have a part. The first one is this. I'm going to challenge you today to commit with your head. I'm going to challenge you to make a commitment with your head. I'm going to challenge you to look around your life and say, is there anything more significant than the work of God's kingdom that God is doing? Is there anything that's more of a priority in my life than making sure that I'm following the leadership of Jesus? Anything that's more significant. And then I want to encourage you to, to rearrange your priorities to actually align with God's kingdom. Second commitment I'm going to challenge you to make is this. Commit with your heart. Emotionally connect with what God is doing here in this church community of faith. Be a part of what God is doing from an emotional standpoint. And say, you know what? I want to be all in. Thirdly, I want to challenge you this morning to commit with your prayers. To commit with your prayers. I want to challenge you today to begin praying with us that Ephesians chapter 3, 20 and 21 will become our new normal as we imagine all God wants to do. 
that we will actually be a people that will not have dreams that are limited. We will not let our imagination be limited by what our eyes see, but we will trust God for the impossible and for the improbable. Number four, I want to challenge you to commit with your energy. I want to challenge you to commit with your energy. If Grace Crossing Church is your church, then I want to challenge you to commit with your time, your talents, your treasures. This is going to involve your hands and your feet of getting involved in an area of serving here at Grace Crossing Church. For some of you, that may be a big step for you to take this morning. I want to challenge you to take it. Say, I I want to be part of that. Sign me up to be part of some level of ministry here at Grace Crossing Church. And finally, I want to challenge you to commit this morning with your resources. As our band comes this morning, this challenge of our resources is literally about us presenting to God the first fruits of our finances. Let me just say, those of you that have been a part of Grace Crossing Church already know what I'm about to say. Those that are newer to Grace Crossing Church, it's important you hear this. This is the first time at our church we have ever done something like this. We don't even take up a collection each week. You all know that. What we do is we encourage and challenge us as a church to become faithful in our honoring God with the first that we have in every area. If we make God first in our life, if we seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, the Bible says everything's taken care of. So from the very beginning, we said this. We do not want guilt offerings here at Grace Crossing Church. So we're not passing a basket on a stick asking people to give a guilt offering. And you know what? We don't even want tips for a good service. Although come to think of it, that is 18 to 20%. That's not a bad tip, right? So maybe we ought to go back to that idea. I mean, maybe we're missing something here. I don't know. (laughs) What we want is we want people's generous hearts. And as we give generous hearts to God, God tells us how much we're to give and, and at what level, although there's a starting point for it in Scripture. So one final verse, and then we're going to come into an exciting moment as a family. Malachi chapter 3, verse number 10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it. What is the word? Super abundance. Now listen. This is the only time in Scripture that the Bible says to test God. It's the only time in Scripture we ever hear God say, test me. In fact, everywhere else in Scripture it says don't put God to a test. But here, God says in this area, you can test me. You can test me. You know why? Because God knows our heartstrings get so tied to our resources that it's a test for us. It's a test to say, will God be faithful? Can God be trusted? And you will also notice something else. I want to put that scripture back up because there's a key verse at the beginning I want you to see. Bring. The Bible does not say give. The Bible says bring. Bring. Your whole tithe to the storehouse of the Lord. Why? 
because listen to what I'm about to say. Everybody, I know kids are coming, but I want you to lock in here. Here's why the Bible says this. Here's why the Bible says this. We can't give to God what already belongs to God. We can only bring it to Him. We can only present it to Him. You can't give to God what's already His. So the Bible says bring it. And that's what we're going to do this morning. Many of us have come already prepared with our commitment card. For those that have not come prepared, there's one on the seat pot, in the seat somewhere nearby you, and I want you to take it this morning. For those that are newer to Grace Crossing Church, maybe it's even your first weekend with us, I want to encourage you, you can be involved. Because where this all starts is every one of us, I want you to do this this morning while our kids and the band is leading us in this song. I want you to take that commitment card and fill out your name, your address, your phone number, your email. Because just by that statement alone, you are making a statement. We belong here. You belong to us. We're part of this family. This family's part of us. We want everybody to bring a commitment card this morning, even if you're still prayerfully considering what God may be asking you to do. We want you to bring it. For some of you, me, just want to write, I'm I'm willing to serve. That may be a start for you. The giving on this begins with what we're already doing to Grace Crossing. That's the first line. And the good news is that's included in our commitments today. So if you've got your commitment card ready, we're going to bring it in just a moment. If you don't have it, now's the time to take it and ask God, God, what do you want from me? What are you asking of me? What are you asking me to do? And then just do that. We have some of our elementary kids with us this morning. They're going to be a part of this song because this entire series has been about God doing something beyond our generation, something above and beyond. I can imagine. Can you? Thanks for listening. To learn more about Grace Crossing Church, including service times and directions, check us out on the web at www.gracecrossingchurch.net. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming weekend worship gatherings. Have a great day.